0: E.G. Marshall I have often regretted my speech, never my silence said the Roman philosopher and speech is silver, silence is golden goes the old proverb thus from childhood are we taught the relative merits of speech versus silence however the world has changed and the value of gold itself can skyrocket or plummet on any given day. And had the philosopher lived in our time, he might discover that people can have cause to regret their silence.
1: Who fired that shot, Ralph? You?
2: I'm not the one who hit him.
1: How do you know you didn't hit him? All of us fired. How do you know it wasn't your bullet? Because I couldn't hit the side of a barn. But you promised me, you promised me there wouldn't be any killing. (laughs)
0: drama, The Second Chance Lady, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Marion Seldes and Terry Keane. It is sponsored in part by General Electric Citizen Band Radios and True Value Hardware Stores. I'll be back shortly with Act One. a universe of illusion just outside your door. It can also be said there's a universe of illusion just inside your door. Naturally, it depends on which side of the door you happen to be on at any given time. However, some of you may say this is all for dreamers. There's no such thing as illusion to begin with. Well, to begin with, we should never end a sentence with a preposition. But... Maybe that's an illusion, too. At any rate, we have, in the beginning of things, a young lady, a Miss Sarah Ruth Arban, and she is ringing someone's doorbell. She rings, as you can hear, several times. And just as she figures there's no one home... Yeah? How do you do?
3: Oh, well, what are you selling? What are you buying? Uh, I asked you first. Do you know the story of the three stone masons? Is it clean? (laughs) Well, it's old. They're the best kind. A man passed by a place where a building was being erected. And he asked one of the masons, What are you doing? And the mason replied, I'm working. And he asked the second mason, What are you doing? And that man replied, I'm laying bricks. And he asked the third mason, What are you doing? That Mason replied, I'm building a cathedral. That's the story? (laughs) That's the story. So what are you selling? Cathedral? Yes. Oh, well, I'd like to buy one, but I really wouldn't know where to put it. (laughs) On your face. My face? Okay, listen, if you don't me what I was selling, I could have said... Cosmetics, But I didn't. Why not? Because what I'm really selling is what you find in a cathedral. Oh, well, we're back to that. Belief. Illusion. Hope. It's been real nice talking to I you. I look at your face and I see what can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mine here, a shadow there, a, a touch of it, just a pinpoint of color. Oh, let's go inside and we'll talk about it. Well, I'll show you a you you never dreamed existed. Here? You will look in the mirror, and you will exclaim, who is she? Uh, Listen, uh, will it take long? Time? What's time? I look at you, and I say, here's a girl who can't be a day over 25. I'm 30. 30? No. (laughs) Yes. What have you done to yourself? Well, I'll tell you. For years and years, you've smeared on your lipstick, slapped on your powder, and rubbed on your rouge. And for what purpose? Well, every girl has to use makeup, doesn't she? Makeup. Have you ever considered all the implications of that word? Uh, Makeup. What a confused and crazy word. And how many things it can mean. Hold still, hold still. I'm going to take yours off with this cleansing cream. (laughs) Makeup. Well, for instance, you make up your mind. You make up a story. Down at the freight yard, they make up a train. Hey, listen, what are you doing? doing? You and your husband. Yeah, I'm not married. Well, you and your boyfriend. You kiss and make up. <laughs> That's what make up is. It can mean anything. Everything and nothing. But you're finished with make up forever. Look. Look in the mirror. See? It comes off. But what are you... We will create a cathedral. Listen, I don't have time Time! To... <laughs> what will you do with your time today that's more important? Mm-hmm. See the improvement already. Mm. See how it comes off? In layers. But we have here another person. Is this the face that opened the door? No, but this could be another phase to launch a thousand ships. I never went out with a sailor in my life. You never will. When I'm finished, you'll date no one below the rank of admiral. Now, first, we shall apply a base. Look, I'm really very busy. Busy? Busy with what? And for whom? Well, uh... I'm the one who's busy. Look. Huh? Keep looking in the mirror, see? See what's starting to happen? What I'm trying to say is... Cosmetics, the building blocks of illusion. But they must be applied with a brush, never a trowel. (laughs) Uh, Miss... Arben. Sarah Ruth Arben. Your second chance lady. And you are... um, uh, Millie, Millie Smith. See how light, how delicate. It's as evanescent as beauty itself. Will it take much longer? Mm, we've only begun. It's just that I, I don't know when. Already a softness. Already a sweetness. Already a a certain air. Yeah. Well, what are you What are you doing? I'm building a cathedral. Yeah, but that that's not me. It isn't. <laughs> Look, I haven't looked like that since I I graduated from high school. Of course. That's how I looked when I was 17. Certainly. And I wore my hair back? In a ponytail, I bet. Yeah, that's right. With a ribbon? I can't believe it. It's you. Mm -hmm. Brookside High School. Oh, I was so pretty. I was a cheerleader. I was a head cheerleader. I bet you were. You should have seen me. Well, I can see you now. You should have heard me. All right, let me hear you. We come from Brookside. We couldn't be prouder. If you can't hear us, we'll yell a little louder. (laughs) Way to go, Brookside. Oh, hallowed halls of Brookside High. We'll love you till the day we die. See? There you are again. Not a day over 17. I was beautiful. Yes. I was voted most beautiful girl in the class. Well, I can see why. And they wrote a kind of uh, slogan under everybody's picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, underneath mine, they wrote, She walks in beauty like the night. Of cloudless climes and starry skies And all that's best of dark and bright Meet in her aspect and her eyes Hey, (laughs) that's a poem Yes I never knew that, I just thought this guy, the editor of the yearbook he, He made it up, you know, she walks in beauty Well, it's a poem by Lord Byron Yeah, I never heard of him well, I didn't learn very much in school. I guess I was too busy being prettiest girl in the class. Well, I bet you're still the prettiest girl in the class. Well, the dumbest is more like it. I was going to be a movie star. Melisande Schlegel. They all said, you're going to be a movie star. All you have to do is change your name. But you could still be a movie star. Oh, I'll never be anything. But that's no way to talk. I'm stupid. That's what I am. I'm stupid. But I could have done it. I could have had everything. But I had to get tied up with him. With Ralph. <laughs> you stick with me, baby. You'll be sitting on top of a million bucks. Oh, yeah, sure. So what have I got? Believe me. If I could do it all over again. Hey. Wait a minute. Who did you say you were? Me? Well, I'm Sarah Ruth Arben. The second chance, lady. Yeah, that's what I mean. Second chance. See, I saw this movie. It was maybe on TV or maybe I heard it on the radio. Well, it doesn't matter. But there was this person, and he came to these people and said uh, words like to the effect, Listen, did you blow it the first time around? I'm going to fix it for you to have a second chance. You know what I mean? Well. And he went on to say, this person did, Would you like to have another opportunity To go back and live your life over and travel a different road? Do you follow this? I think so. What? Is that you? I mean, could a thing like this be on the level? Is that what you're trying to tell me? That somehow, in some way, I'm going to get a second chance? Yes. You mean I'm going to go back and live my life over? Oh, no. No. Well, what do you mean? Oh, my dear Millie, I represent the Second Chance Cosmetic Company. But surely you've seen our ads in the magazines, on TV, and heard about us on the radio. I'm one of many Second Chance ladies that ring your bell and they give you a second chance. Another opportunity to duplicate the beauty nature gave you when you were very young. Yeah, I see. And now you see that beauty needs just the tiniest bit of help. Yeah. Now, what I've given you is a touch of our number four base, our number eight lipstick, number three rouge, and number nine shadow, and number fourteen powder. We'll set up a little kit. This is your very own. Your personal. Well, makeup. I, um, I better wipe it off. All of it off. Oh, n- why? Because well, it just isn't me, see. It's little Melisande Schlegel, and, uh, well, she's just, she's dead. Oh, no, she's alive. But look at her. No, now you don't know what happened to Melisande Schlegel. You don't know what she did to other people, and what other other people did to her. Well, whatever it was, it can be all over. Oh yes, sure. And you can start again. Second chance, huh? Don't tell me you believe your own sales pitch. Well, why not? That's the secret of selling: belief in your product. Everybody can change. Gee, listen to yourself. Little Miss Goody Two-Shoes. Come on, get out of here. You don't mean that. Little Mary Sunshine. Who asked you to come around? Who needs you? You need me. I need you for what? Melisande Schlegel needs me. Oh, come on, will you cut it out? You say Melisande Schlegel is dead. But she isn't. She never died. She never even went away. She's been with you all the time. Look in the mirror. <laughs> All she needed was a little shadow, a little color, and a few lines. You see? Her spirit is there. Yeah, sure. Now look at this kit. What's in here? Is the, well, we call them cosmetics. And that's from the Greek. Cosmos. Meaning order. A pleasant arrangement. Okay, fine. But what is this stuff when you get right down to it? It's just chemicals. Right? They can change everything into anything. They can even make you look like Melisande Schlegel again, provided, provided you feel like Melisande Schlegel. They can put the color in your face, but they can't give you the sparkle in your eye. (laughs) Now, Melisande, give me a T. Give me an E. (laughs) Give me an A. (laughs) Give me an... M. oh, come on now. You should be happy. Happy? I'm Melissa again after all these years. Come on. Let me show you how to put on the base.
1: do look. I I you're don't right. want... Come on.
2: I take the number four. Don't move.
1: No, no, Ralph.
2: You, sister, stretch your hands across the table. Ralph,
1: don't be crazy. You don't need a gun.
2: Friska, Millie. What? Search her for crying out loud. I
3: think you're making a terrible... Shut up. A...
2: Millie, look her over. You want me to do it? What's in those
3: bags? One is my handbag, and the other is my cosmetic kit. I'm a beauty consultant.
2: No, I said shut up.
3: Actually, I'm a a salesman. I mean, I'm a salesperson for the Second Chance Cosmetics Company. No, nothing. Actually, we're a subsidiary of... I said shut
2: up. Get her identification.
3: You'll see. It says... All
1: right, now, you have a here. There's a wallet and a a driver's license. Sarah Ruth Arban. See? And here's your identification card. Sarah Ruth Arban Consultant, Second Chance Cosmetics.
2: All right, sit down, Sarah Ruth Arban, if that's your name. But that
3: is my name. That's
2: your story. Uh, uh,
3: Sir, obviously, you have me confused with someone else. Well, let me I... tell
2: you my story. I've been watching the house the past couple of hours, and I saw you coming down the street. You're working every door on the block.
3: That's my job. I sell from door
2: to door. It also could be a way of getting into each house.
3: Well, why would I want to do that?
2: Because you're a cop.
3: What? Ralph?
2: That's right, sister. You're a cop. You're looking for us.
3: What? You made a mistake.
2: Oh, no, sister. You made a mistake.
0: Do you remember that rather popular advertising slogan, does she or doesn't she? Here, we can say, is she or isn't she? Well, one thing we do know, she's a convincing talker. But... As the man said when he put his head in the lion's mouth, it's always easier getting in than out. We'll get into Act Two shortly. You walk down the street of a city, past a row of houses. Each house looks very much like its neighbor. You go by door after door, and you ask yourself, who lives inside there? What goes on behind that curtained window? What drama takes place within those four walls? Well, here we have a rather ordinary house, on a rather ordinary block, in a rather ordinary city. But the drama that's going
2: on is certainly something you don't find every day. You're a cop. No, You're a no. plainclothes cop and you're looking for us. Now, don't you make one move. Please, that gun makes me very nervous. That's not all it's going to make you. Ralph, well,
3: she's the second chance lady. That's
2: her story. Look
3: what she did to me. She has to know something about makeup. You're
2: a chump. It's her cover for the job. Sir,
3: I am um, really, I told no, you I, to keep your mouth shut. Uh, Ralph, are you sure? I enough? never
2: forget a face, and I've seen her face. She was wearing a uniform. You be
1: mistaken. I
2: never make a mistake. Uh, look, I'm an expert on faces. It, it, it's because of the work I do. Ralph,
1: you, look, what are you going to do now? Please.
2: That's what we're going to do now. And
1: that. No, no, no. Please, don't hit me again, please. I ought to
2: beat the daylight out of you.
1: Please, no, Ralph. What kind of
2: crazy stunt did you pull? I always knew you didn't have any brains, but a thing like this, I told you and told you over and over. What did I tell you? Sir, you can achieve better results with kindness. You shut up. Now, what did I tell you? Not to leave anybody in here. Isn't that what I told you? Yes, Ralph. But you went ahead and let her in anyhow, didn't you? Yes, Ralph. Why?
1: Why? I'll tell you why. <laughs> and I don't care what you do to me. I was sick and tired of sitting here all day long by myself. You got the TV? fed up with hard luck stories just
2: to... She's somebody. I want to talk to somebody. This one isn't just somebody. She's a cop. How was I to know? Can't you see the word cop? It's written all over her face. Hey, sir, you keep
1: insisting. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not... another human being. It was another person. It was another voice in this place besides my own. Somebody would listen to me. I can't live shut away by myself. It won't do it. You
2: know what's at stake here. I
1: don't care. Go ahead. Kill me. I don't
2: care. Now, Millie, look. Look, honey, I know it's been rough.
1: You didn't have to hit me. All
2: right, all right. Forgive me, baby. It'll never happen again.
1: So it just said the last time. Well, this,
2: this time I mean it. For
1: the time before.
2: Millie, now just shut up. I didn't mean to yell at you. It's just, just that I'm nervous, that's all. Look, baby, this is the big one. The one that gets us there all the way. You have to understand that. I love you. Uh, do you? Sure. I yell at you because I want to yell at myself. And if I hit you, it's only because I'm mad at myself. Oh, that's a completely discredited psychology. It simply doesn't hold water. I love you, baby. You know I love you. Now, tell me you know I love you. Come on.
1: I know you love me, Ralph. I know you love me. You know
2: I'm sure, we're going to walk away from here with a quarter of a million bucks, baby. That's why I'm so nervous. I'm not myself. I can't believe it finally happened. Uh, you two really don't need me. Why don't I just... You ju- just don't move.
3: Look, whatever's involved here, I really know nothing about it. So wouldn't it be a good time to... Just if... sit right where you are. But don't you see? The longer I stay, the more I'm going to learn about something which it would be better I knew nothing about. If I leave right now, I promise you, I- I- I'll forget all about this place uh, and whatever it is that's supposed to be happening here.
2: Oh, sure. Nellie. You know I couldn't possibly be a police officer. Now, I know I've seen you someplace and in uniform. Look, telephone the second chance company.
1: They'll
3: tell you I'm a salesperson.
2: Sure. Why not? You took the job as a front. Oh, oh no. You're going to stick right where you are, lady.
1: Ralph, listen. What are we going to do with it?
2: Well, that's for Jojo to say he's the boss.
1: Oh, Yeah. I thought you were the boss.
2: Well, nobody's the boss. Me, Jojo, and Theodore, we're, we're all equal.
1: Well, what are we going to do with her?
2: Whatever we have to do.
1: Now, wait a second. This was the kind of thing where nobody was going to get
2: killed. You should have thought of that before you let her into the place.
1: Wait a minute. Are you saying that... The DJ... I'm only
2: saying that it's going to be up to Jojo. Why Jojo? Okay, me and you, Jojo, and Theodore. We'll take a boat. Are they going to make you feel better?
1: So where are they? They'll be here. Meanwhile, they got the money.
2: Meanwhile, we got the tickets and the passports. Maybe they got picked up. Jojo? Theodore? Never. It's half past on ahead. Go ahead, get the news. Well? Will you turn on the radio?
4: To bring you the news at this exact point in time. Our lead story is still a daring three quarter of a million dollar payroll robbery yesterday afternoon at Spark's clothing factory on the south side.
2: Two blocks away. Three
4: masked men somehow managed to open the rear door of the payroll office and took the money at gunpoint. Mr. Emmanuel Spark evidently did not move quickly enough for the gunmen, and he was shot to death. The police have only one lead, which they will reveal at the appropriate time.
3: Who fired that shot, Ralph? Did you? Ralph, he would never... It doesn't matter. You said you didn't shoot. I said I didn't hit him. How do you know?
2: Because I couldn't hit the side of a bomb. But I
3: thought you said you didn't fire. All
2: of us fired. You
3: promised no one would be killed. would you lay off? Ralph, whether your bullet hit him
2: or not... You in particular keep your mouth shut. You're on borrowed time. What does that mean? Nothing. Ralph, what does that mean? Everybody's on borrowed time. What
3: he's trying to say in an indirect way, of course is that he will have to kill me. No,
1: Ralph, Ralph, we can't do that.
2: We're not going to do anything until JoJo and Theodore get here. And then? Then we'll see. Meanwhile, get a rope.
1: A rope? What for?
2: To tie her up. What do you think?
3: You, uh... You want a cup of coffee? No, thanks. Listen, I'm sorry. Where are Jojo and Theodore? They'll be along soon. But where are they now? Uh, hiding out. Why aren't you all hiding out together?
2: Will you listen to those questions and she still says she's not a cop. I'm just interested. After all, I seem to have a stake in this thing. Okay, okay, you might as well know. We planned it. After we got out of there, I went one way to this place. Jojo and Theodore went the opposite direction to another hideout. Really? Always best to split up.
3: I wouldn't know about such things.
2: (laughs) Not much. We decided to give it 48 hours just to cool. Then we're all to meet here. We stay a couple of days till it cools off some more, then we leave the country.
3: Uh, Could I ask you a question? Who has the money?
2: Jojo and Theodore. They're holding it. Really? Oh, don't hand me any of that. Jojo, Theodore, and me, we've been buddies since we're ten years old.
3: $125,000? That's what each of them has to gain to forget your address. Not
2: Jojo. Not Theodore. Well, I hope not, for your sake. Besides, I'm holding the passports. Special passports. Jojo and Theodore couldn't get out of the country without them. Significant. Eh? Uh, what?
3: That they have the money.
2: That's the way we arranged it.
3: That's the way who arranged it?
2: Now, listen, I don't know what you're trying to pull, but it won't work.
3: Look, evidently there was a plan. Hold up the payroll office at this factory, and two of you go hide somewhere with the money. One of you hide somewhere else with the passports. All I'm asking is, whose idea was it for Jojo and Theodore to hold the money? What does that have to do with... Was it your idea? Well, why don't you answer her, Ralph? Ralph. Well, obviously the answer is it wasn't his idea. It
2: made more sense for them to hold the money. Why? I don't have to explain anything
3: to you. You want to explain it to Millie?
2: Now look, there were two of them. The money—the money was in two suitcases. So naturally, but why
3: split up in the first place?
2: I already told you it was best.
3: Why? Because. Whose idea was it to split you up? You better
2: shut up, or I'll put a gag in your mouth.
3: Whose idea was it, Ralph?
2: I see. Well, it's his caper.
3: Oh, that's a word for you paper? you must think you're a character in a movie, and after a while the re- 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 everybody who paid three dollars for a seat will get up and go home.
2: but you killed a man I didn't kill him;
3: he's dead. Ralph? I'm scared. Don't
2: you see what she's trying to do? It
3: could all have been for nothing. For nothing.
2: Yeah?
3: And you could be sitting here holding the bag. Oh,
2: oh, oh no. I'm holding the... So what? The tickets? The passports? So what? So this, wise lady. I had to swipe these passports. Jojo and Theodore couldn't get them on their own. You know why? They got police records. They're on parole. The fact. Well, how did you get the passport? I arranged with a guy. But
3: if you could arrange with a guy to swipe some passports, why couldn't they? Because that
2: was my job. Of course.
3: Certainly. And wouldn't it be to their advantage to let you think so? That would keep you quiet. While they ran off with the money. Ralph, anybody can get a passport if he wants one badly enough. Certainly for much less than $250,000. You've been heard. Ralph, she's right.
2: She's a cop. You can't trust her? I am
3: not a cop. You can't trust JoJo and Theodore Oak. Oh, how cleverly they've worked it. They got you to kill that man at the office. I didn't kill him. Oh, you all killed him. Which means if they run out on you, as they have, you can't go to the police. If it was just a robbery, you could turn state's evidence and get off. But first-degree murder? You're finished unless... Unless what? I would assume if the other two get away, the law would make Ralph pay in full for everybody. But, yeah, yeah, but... But if he can help them capture Jojo and Theodore, I'm sure it will be taken into consideration. Ralph, I know where they are. No. I know where they're headed. So
2: do I. They're headed here. Are
3: they, Ralph? Are they?
1: Are they? Why don't you answer her? Billy?
2: this is how cops operate.
1: I'm not a cop. I believe her. She's not a cop.
2: Baby Jojo and Theodore and me, Yeah, we...
1: I know, I know. You've been pals since you're ten years old. The
2: three of us. We're closer than brothers. Yes, of course, but this
3: closeness, is it worth $125,000 apiece to each of them? Now, listen, I... Ralph, ask yourself, honestly, just suppose it were you, and you had all the money and a chance to keep it for yourself.
2: I'd never double-cross my buddies. Oh,
3: you answered too quickly. Think a minute. And remember, the worst thing a man can do is lie to himself. Would you keep it all? Well,
2: of course you would. Don't you say that.
3: Ralph, you made the choice, not me. You decided of your own free will to become a thief. You know as well as I do there's no honor among thieves. Ralph, what are we going to do? Once they leave the country, you're finished. And if you're ever caught, you stand all alone. Millie,
2: Jojo and Theodore, they would never... I, I, I mean... They would. Yeah, they would. And I'm a chump. Why did I ever hold still for letting him split with the money? It's that JoJo. He could always convince me, talk me into anything. Well, he won't get away with it. Okay, you're a cop.
3: I'm not a cop.
2: Now, what kind of a deal could I get? Well, I imagine. I'll tell you, if you... what you do you call in, see? You say you can bring in one of the guys in the payroll thing.
3: Ralph, you get You out you... of this
2: now. Now, listen, we've got to keep Millie out of this. That's part of the deal.
3: Uh, I see no reason why I'd want to bring her into it.
2: Now, you ask him what it's worth if I can lead him to the other guys and the money. Certainly. Now, that's all you ask him, because I still got this gun pointed at you. Millie, bring the phone over here. Yeah, sure. There's no good two-timing, double-crossing. They thought they could pull a fast one on me. Here's the phone. All right, what's the number? Uh,
3: uh, just ask the operator for police headquarters.
4: Go ahead, Millie. JoJo. That's right. JoJo and little Theodore Hey, who's this? Did you go out and get a dame for me?
0: Rescue, rescue was so close at hand. And, well, we all miss by so little, don't we? A few inches, a few seconds. At least we've widened the canvas somewhat. We've added two new characters celebrated Jojo and Theodore. And we've also increased the odds against poor Sarah Ruth Arban. Resolution is almost at hand, as Act Three returns shortly. Some people like to work in the silence and isolation of an office. Others prefer to be up and about and meeting the public. The public, as you may appreciate, is a many-faceted entity. And you can never really know exactly what to expect from an encounter with any segment of it. Our Ms. Sarah Ruth Arban is now bound hand and foot to a chair, while four members of the public ponder her fate.
2: She's a cop, Jojo. Really, I'm not.
0: I'm a second chance lady.
2: Okay, maybe that's what she says she is, but it doesn't matter anymore. Why not? Because she knows who we are.
3: Do you, Miss? Uh, uh... Arben. Sarah Ruth Arben.
4: Arben. Why is that name familiar?
3: You sure it's familiar? Yeah. Then I can tell you something about yourself.
4: (laughs) Oh, is that a fact?
3: As a boy, you studied music.
4: Hey, one of you must have told her, huh?
3: You played an instrument. The trumpet. How do you know? Because one of my ancestors was Jean-Louis Baptiste Arban. He was one of the great teachers of the horn. And to this day, young players still study the Arban book. Yeah, that's
4: it. I remember that book. That's why I had to give up music. The book was too tough for me. (laughs) Sorry. I like this dame. She's with it. Class. You can tell by the way she talks. It's uh, it's too bad we'll have to... uh... But Why? (laughs) <laughs> Would you swear? Could you swear to walk out of here and forget who we are and what we look like? Could you? <laughs> Never. That's uh, that's what I mean by class.
1: Are you saying we have to kill her? Now,
4: why do you use a word like that, Millie, it's bad enough we have to do it. We don't have to say it.
1: Is that why we have to kill her? Because... You say so? That's
4: right, because I say so. You
1: see, Ralph, I told you.
4: He's the boss. That's right, I'm the boss. Is there anybody here who doesn't think so? Uh, Now, look, uh, Jojo. Just uh, what have you got to say, Ralph, huh? Where would you be without me, huh? Who's done all the thinking for you? Whose brains have been keeping you out of jail? We have to kill this cop. I, I must
3: interrupt for a point of information.
4: And why do we have to kill her? Because the job went sour. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got the dough, but we killed a guy. And why did we kill him? Because you panicked. You fired first. You didn't have to. The old guy was just scared, but oh, no, oh, no, no. On account of you, it became the 4th of July, so that's it.
1: But murder. He...
4: This dame is a cop.
3: No, I'm not.
4: She I... knows the risks she takes. It's part of a job. But we just yes, can Yes, we can. And uh, you know who's going to do it? You are. Me? You.
2: Uh, Jojo, what are you saying? Well,
4: the three of us, Ralph. You and me and Theodore were in it for the killing in the office. So, Millie has to join the party. Become one of us. No. Ralph, it's up to you. Make her understand. Yeah, but Jojo... Hey, Ralph. Am I right? Look, Jojo... Just forget the personalities. Am I right? Isn't this what she has to do? Won't that make all of a sequel? Millie, he's right. No. For 12 years, we've been knocking around. And we
2: always missed out. Now we got it. We got a quarter of a million for the two of us. The bad days are over, honey. All over. Everything I ever promised you, you can have. Well, and this dame. Who is she anyhow? A stranger. And who's going to know, Millie? Who's going to know?
4: You know what they say. You can't make an omelet unless you break some eggs. Millie, honey, you gotta do it.
3: For us. Please, Ralph, don't make All me. All right, that's
4: enough. That. What are you doing, Millie? Putting on an act? You never got your hands dirty before? <laughs> Who worked over that old lady till she came up with her bank book? I did. And I didn't... enjoyed every minute of it, but too. that wasn't. All right, so knock it off. But murder? Yeah, murder. Sooner or later, with people like us, it comes to murder we well, don't have to do it right away we just have to keep cool here for at least a week now uh, miss uh, arban excuse me uh, detective arban we'll have to keep you locked up in the next room but we're going to see to it you're as comfortable as possible
3: i can't tell you how much i appreciate that mr jojo oh.
4: Things, Miss Arbour. They've been better. You know, I wish we'd met before, under uh, different circumstances.
3: When do you plan to kill Ralph and Millie?
4: Ralph's my oldest friend.
3: You didn't answer my question. <laughs> Why would I want to kill him? They're not in your class. Neither is Theodore. But at least Theodore seems useful.
4: Yeah, he's like a faithful puppy, isn't he?
3: Mm-hmm. More like a Great Dane. He doesn't say
4: much. Oh, uh, he's uh, deaf and dumb.
3: And you're going to hold on to his money anyhow?
4: Right? Well, that's, uh, that's how he likes it. Aside from the killing, it was a perfect job. Well, I planned it. Mm. How? Well, the big problem, the o- only problem, was to get into the office. It's always locked. So how did you solve it? Millie. She got a job, one of those office temporaries. She went to work there. The key was in the cashier's desk. And she was able to get a wax impression. <laughs> You say you're not a
3: cop. I read a lot of detective stories, so that's the lead, huh? What lead? You know what lead? I heard it on the radio. The police say they have a lead. They must have checked everyone who worked in that office. They're looking for Millie. Ah, oh,
4: you, uh, you may be right. And they have a description of noise. Yeah, it's possible.
3: So that's why you have to kill Millie. But you can't kill Millie without killing Ralph.
4: Didn't I tell you, Rouse, my oldest friend? Oh, I think you've outgrown him. Oh, why did you have to be a cop? We could have made such beautiful music together. From the R-band book, I remember. Oh, there were these great duets in it. When
3: do you plan to kill Millie?
4: Right after she kills you.
3: Is that you, Millie? I'm awake, Millie. Oh, I, um. Uh... Did you. want to kill me in the dark? I don't say that. Were you hoping I'd be asleep? Look, I. You've got a gun, haven't you? No, I. you're holding it behind your back. Look, you'd what rather I... shoot me while I was asleep or. or in the back. But I won't let you do it. I am going to look at you. And you are going to see my eyes. As long as you live. I don't care. It's too bad. But I got this chance, see? This only chance. I went off in the wrong direction, but with this money, I'm back on the track. When I first walked in here, I showed you how you could get back on the track. No. That's the only way to do it. Become Melisand Schlegel again. No, I can't. You know I'm right. Oh, come on. Come on. Melisand, you can win this game. Oh, hallowed halls of Brookside High. We'll love you till the day we die. Stop it. Now, that's for kids, for stupid kids who don't know the score. Do you know the score, Yeah, man? the only score that counts is money. That's right. And the whole three-quarters of a million is how much JoJo plans to have when he walks out of here. I don't believe it. Oh, Millie. Do you trust JoJo? JoJo has to get rid of you. I... I don't believe you. Whose idea was it for you to get a job in that factory? How do you know I... Because you had to get a key to the door. Now, the police are going to check on everybody who worked there. I didn't give my right name. Oh, they know what you look like. Do you have a police record, Millie? Are there pictures of you in the files? Are you known to associate with Ralph? You're finished, Millie. You're only saying this to, to, to scare You're what? Him. Is it true or isn't it true? Jojo wouldn't. Yes, he would. Why wouldn't he? Oh, Oh, I see. Is it possible, just possible, that you and Ralph may have had an idea to double-cross Jojo? We never... Is there honor among thieves? But you still have to be be killed. I'm sorry. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Ralph, Jojo, and Theodore are in the next room. They're waiting to hear the shot. And the minute they hear it, Theodore is going to stab Ralph. And the second you walk through the door, Jojo is going to shoot you. I don't believe you. You do. You do believe me. You don't want to believe me, but you know it's true. You pull the trigger, and Theodore's knife goes right into Ralph's heart. No.
1: You're finished.
3: Oh, <gasps> Poor little melissa Schlegel. You just took the wrong turn and got in too deep. Well, you'll have to fight for your life. But you can still walk through the door and start to shoot. And he... He is going to kill Ralph. And then me. Sure. He's smart, that Jojo. But not smart enough. I'll take care of you later. Both, (coughs) Jojo and Theodore, but Theodore was able to... Oh, no. Millie, you're bleeding.
1: No. Uh, Jojo hit me. I don't think I'm going to...
3: Would you have come back to kill me? Would you, Millie? I... No, not you, Melissa, Uh, not you. Oh.
1: Helen Halls of Brookside High. We'll love you till the day we die. I oh, wanted a, a second chance. so bad. Oh.
4: The bodies of four people who robbed the Spark Clothing Factory payroll were found in an apartment near the scene of the crime today. Evidently, it was a shootout, or a gangland-style execution. Perhaps a hijacking, because the $750,000 payroll is missing.
2: I am so sorry, Madame de Sipruse, of the champagne.
3: Oh, there was the slightest flavor of
2: cork. Most regrettable, Madame, for this, the sommelier deserves to be fired.
3: Oh, no. Let us give him a second chance. Oh, madame is most generous. Everyone deserves a second chance. I should know. Yes,
2: madame. Would uh, madame care to see the menu? We have the finest cuisine on the entire Riviera. If you please. One moment. Paul, Louis, Henri, the fabulously wealthy American lady, the misery woman. She chose to dine here. Everything must be perfect. Oh.
0: everything was I suppose we might go on to describe the further adventures of Miss Sarah Woodard but that would be another story one story each day is all you're entitled to you must admit she was a believer in her own philosophy she certainly took her second chance you'd better not take any chances just be here till I return Maybe be some of you who will say our story enabled someone to enjoy stolen wealth. Well, there's an entire school of thought that says that's the only kind you can enjoy. After all, if you work hard all your life, by the time you're wealthy, you're too old to enjoy it. We do not take sides. We do not point morals. Our task is to tell the truth, to show the human condition. Our cast included Marion Seldes, Terry Keene, Larry Haynes, and William Griffiths. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale.
1: She ran out into the moor without a cloak. But
3: Heathcliff's horse was not in the stable, and no one knew where he had gone. Catherine returned after midnight in the midst of a thunderstorm, soaked to the skin, and coming down with a
1: severe chill. Oh, Miss Catherine, you must let me help you to bed. He's gone, Nellie. He's gone. And my nightmares are coming true.
2: Oh, you'll feel better when you've had some sleep. I'll never sleep again. I've been abandoned. Oh, it's just like my dream. I saw myself tapping on the window, begging... Let me in. Let me in. Oh, hush, Charlie. And no one answered. And my hand broke through the glass, so the blood was running down my arm. Oh, get the blood stains off, Nellie. Get the blood stains off.
0: Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Signoff, the Sinus Medicines, and Buick Motor Division. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre.